Welcome, sports fans, to the Shoot Your Thought podcast with your hosts, Josh Sanger and Neil Rampersod. Hello and welcome to the Shoot Your Thought podcast, uh, going dark edition, because there is a power outage. Uh, well, it's a it's an internet outage yeah. in in Canada right now. So yeah. uh, we are currently off the grid right now, and we are doing this. Um, yeah, off the grid. I feel good though. Feels good to be uh, without internet, actually. Yeah, it's like mom's basement, circa 1990. Yeah. I woke yeah, up yeah. this morning and I was a little freaked out because I was like, "Oh shit, did I forget to pay my Rogers bill?" And then I like that was my first thought because I had no service and I had no internet. Yeah. Um, but then I, you know, I quickly realized that like it comes out automatically. So, uh, I was all good on that front. Um, but yeah, I went and got some Wi-Fi elsewhere and found out that, yeah, there is a Rogers outage right now. It's widespread across the province right now. So, yeah. So, uh, it's actually affecting the sports wise. It's affecting the NHL draft. Cause I looked at a tweet, um, cause most of them use oh, Rogers wow. there. Yeah. So the draft is happening right now and this weekend. Um, and apparently they had to make an announcement at the draft saying, Rogers is down. Um, please use the landlines. Oh, really? So they're using landlines. Yeah. Wow. So that's the world. Old we live school, in man. Right now. And go, drafts going back to the old school. Literally, method, that's. Is... I mean, it looks it looks better for photos, anyways. It's not a bad thing. No, it's not yeah. a bad thing. Uh, do you want to hear my Ted Lasso update? Where are you in Ted Lasso? I finished. I finished season two. How do you feel about that? Is there an empty hole <clears throat> inside um, your soul now that you finished? Yeah, a little bit. Season two got like got deep, man. Like season two was. Like it went there, it it felt like season one was like fun. Like it came out during the pandemic, everyone needed like an uplifting thing. And then season two was like, oh my god, this is like these are real characters with like real life problems. Well, yeah. Um, there is one character I I loved in the first season, but now I hate. Can you take a guess who that character is? Loved in the first season, but now you hate. Loved. He was my favorite character in the first season, but now I hate him oh, obviously i know who it is but if you haven't seen it or if yeah if you haven't seen ted lasso i won't give any away any spoilers but yeah he's now a coach um for a different for a rival team for a rival team i also love how they're making like manchester city and west ham the enemy the villain in this show i yeah. just love that i love as, that as manchester a united city. supporter yeah manchester city is the villain in the show like anytime you see those baby blue jerseys it's yeah. that's the villain I love well, it. Before we get into it, like you just mentioned United. Well, I mentioned United. You did. Are they actually going to sell Ronaldo? Like they seem like they're hesitant to do so, but he wants out. So this this wasn't on our our schedule no, topic today, but I definitely have I have if you want to hear my take on it. I'd love to, man. Like what what's happening there? What why like he less than a year it seems like <clears throat> uh sell him. Sell Ronaldo. But why does he want out? He, I don't know. He he thinks he's bigger than the club. Anytime, as soon as a player thinks they're bigger than the club, get rid of them. They're they're toxic to the to the dressing room. They're and honestly, our problem started when Ronaldo came over. Yes, he was scoring all the goals, but he had to be scoring all the goals. All the balls had to go to him. Before mm-hmm. that, Cavani was on fire. Rashford was on fire before Ronaldo came over. And now that Ronaldo's there, obviously he's the main striker because he's the world-renowned Ronaldo, and all the balls have to go towards him. And if they don't, then you know it's a wasted opportunity. And so Cavani's disappearing into the shadows. Rashford's disappearing into the shadows. We got rid of Martial, who we shouldn't have. Who's back now? He was just on loan last season. 
Um, but and Ronaldo now wants out. He wants to be at a, in a winning club. Like, fine, go, bye. Like everyone, all I know a lot of friends that are United fans, and as soon as Ronaldo got traded over, they went and bought out, bought like two or three jerseys of Ronaldo's. I'm like, why? Don't you still have your other one from many years ago? I do. Yeah. I do. But like, yeah, why would you, I don't know. He's just, he thinks he's bigger than the club. And I knew that was going to happen coming into this. How many years does he even have left? Who knows? There's now like bids going, uh, there's bids that are coming out that are like 14 mil for Ronaldo. Is there a chance that he ends up in the MLS? I don't think so. I think he's, I mean, if he went over to the MLS, he would absolutely tear it up. But at this point, I'm just sick of Ronaldo. I'm so yeah. sick of him. Like, see TFC selling Pozuelo this week. Yep, <clears throat> opening up a spot for Mister Insignia. I think um, they got way too little for Pozuelo. Pozuelo is one of the best players in the league, and um, they only got uh, general allocation money for him. Which you know, I guess it's a business. Um, but there is still news that TFC is bringing on other players. There's one player specifically from Juventus. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's TFC's TFC's not done here. Yeah, and they're they're getting rid of Pozuelo so they so that they can you know have more room to go after these players that they want to. It's full Italian squad. <laughs> it's it's yeah. literally going to be a full Italian squad. It's <laughs> yeah, this this the city is going to become the city of Italy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, it's, uh, but it's looking good. Uh, Lorenzo Insigne, um, he is, he did, uh, pick up a calf injury in training. Um, it's, uh, it's not like a major issue or anything like that, but, mm-hmm. um, there's a calf strain. It's feeling a little tight. That's what yeah. the trainers are saying. So it's just delaying his debut, um, until probably a little later in July, which is fine. Um, as long as the, as long as CFC can stay afloat, like maybe get a tie in here or there a win if we can yeah looking too hot right now without they're not a big boy no um they anticipated you know to be a a mediocre team until insignia came along um but it's been a little bit less than average unfortunately um but you know it's still a long season they just passed the halfway mark so there's still a long season to be played Mm -hmm. um so yeah i'm i'm excited and i'm i mean buy your tickets now for tfc games because the prices are about to skyrocket yeah. So if if you want to go to a TFC game, get your tickets now. Um, you're welcome, MLSE. Should we jump into losers of the week? Let's do some losers. Loser. Uh, do you want to start us off? Yeah, I have a loser. Um, yes, all over social media, everyone has been. It's Rogers, isn't it? Well, right now it's Rogers. Yep. Rogers is a big loser here. Yeah. Um, in the sports world, um. <clears throat> The big talk of golf is obviously LIV um, and the LIV group. And there was a sort of clip that came out this past weekend. I know exactly what clip you're going to talk about. um, Of the players on a private jet going from, you know, location to location, TBD location, some things that weren't meant to be seen in the public eye. And there was a video taken of this private jet and the private jet had, it was unbelievable. It was the best looking, you didn't even feel like you're on an airplane. You know, you had the section with the seats and then you had a section with a bar and tables that you could sit at and it looked like you could play poker if you wanted to there. And 
it just looked like an all-around extravagant experience and my loser of the week is a person that took that video because what is not meant for the public eye needs to be kept that way and whoever took that video is likely never to be allowed back mm-hmm. or le- likely going to be reprimanded in some way because unless it's another golfer maybe. well even if it is i'm sure whoever put that together wanted it to be a secret and it's, wanted it to be behind closed doors and be like yeah it just it, it made me it, it made probably yeah. the world i don't know about you but made me respect liv so much less like if yeah for whatever respect i had for these players for for being like as good as they are it's just completely gone like mm-hmm. where, where do you think that money is coming from also when i saw that video when it was posted I just saw, like, I didn't read the captions or anything. I just saw the video. And I was like, oh, this is cool. They're at, like, a wedding or something, like, in a venue that's on the ground. Yeah. Um, and then I saw that it was a plane. And I was like, there's no way this is a plane. There's no way this is a jet. It's a fucking private jet. It was. It looked like a like a dance hall. Yeah. It's insane. But, yeah, these these players, it's for the, it was for the players, the caddies, and, I don't know. I think it was players and caddies. Players and caddies. Yeah. It's ridiculous. The amount of money that is getting spent on this league. The amount of money that this league has. And where do you think this money is coming from? We, well, we know where this money is coming from. Uh, yeah, good call. I forgot about that video until you just mentioned it. Uh, my loser of the week um, comes from last night. Obviously, mm. there were some trades that happened last night. Um, there always is on the night of the draft. Um, but my loser specifically comes uh, from the Debrinket trade. Wow. And uh, my loser is the Chicago Blackhawks. And it wasn't going to be the Chicago Blackhawks. And then they got rid of Kirby Doc as well. Um, so Alex Dabrinka is not only the best player on their team, but he's one of the best players in the league. Wow. And they, I, I'm, yeah, that's my 41 claim. goals last year. And he is the best player in the league. One of the best players in the league. He's no Austin Matthews. But Where would you rank him? Top 10? Top 20? Top 10. Wow. Top 10. Top Alex Dabrinka? Yeah. yeah, top 10. Absolutely. Um, but this team claims to be a rebuilding team. You don't get rid of your best player if you claim to be a rebuilding team. Like, you just set your rebuild back, like, five years by getting rid of this player. You know what I mean? Like, you're basing your entire rebuild off of draft picks now. Now you have, what, Jonathan Taze and Patrick Kane. That's it. Mm-hmm. A washed, very washed Jonathan Taves and a washed Patrick Kane. You have no goalie presence. You have no defense because you just got rid of Kirby Doc. Like, mm-hmm. who? Like, what's your what's your game plan here? They let Seth Jones walk last year. Yeah, they let Columbus. Seth Jones walk. Like, what's and they just acquired a stud goalie. Said no one ever. Said no one ever. Peter Mrazek. Is that where he went? Chicago. Yeah. I guess I, I didn't really think about where he yeah. where he actually went, but he went to Chicago. If you're talking shit about the Blackhawks, you cannot forget that the, we'll get into the Leafs trade and we'll why talk about it. Why don't we get, get into it now? We'll get just into switch around our topics. Yeah, here. Leafs traded the twenty fifth overall and pre Peter Morazic to the Blackhawks for the thirty eighth pick, which are probably going to be drafting on a landline phone today. Yeah, they already drafted him. Um, I, I got a I got a notification uh, while I was at the gym because yeah. I can't get notifications here. Um, Fraser it? Minton is his name. Goalie? Uh, no, 
No, he's. I think he's. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's an offenseman. I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like I've done my research on Fraser Minton. Yeah. Um. But uh, well, we'll get back to you all on that research. But uh, yeah, no, they selected him with the trade that they with the pick that they got from Chicago. Uh, but the Leafs, um, you know, at the end of the day, were trying to get rid of Peter Mrazek and his contract for a while. Um, and they knew that not a lot of teams were going to take it. It probably wasn't a great contract to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, they gave him a lot of money to be as bad as he was last year. He was a good goalie in Carolina, and that's kind of why they gave him the contract. That's kind of why they gave him the money. But he was so bad for the Leafs last year. He was like unbelievably bad so <clears throat> i mean i i think the leafs won that trade oh that was a houdini act by yeah. Kyle dubas this is i mean trading away a 3.8 million dollar contract to potentially <clears throat> resign you know jack campbell yeah it is i didn't think it was possible obviously that was a top priority on the leafs this off season was to try and get rid of some <clears throat> some dead contracts here and this being one of the dead contracts and for them to just sacrifice 13 spots in the draft i feel like that is ma- like it's a mad magic act yeah like sid six zero came out and he's like, like now leafs, you see me now you don't the leafs uh got rid of a first round pick um to get rid of peter peter Mrazek, and the sens gave got rid of a first round pick to get alex to bring it yeah um who said that uh, Sid Sixero, obviously. Yeah. But he loves to tweet things without um, context. Because the Leafs got rid of a 25th overall pick and got a 38th overall pick. That's mm-hmm. not a big leap. And the Sens had the 7th overall pick. They had the 7th overall <laughs> yeah, pick. That's much different. Much different. But, you know, that's who Sid Sixero is. He likes to ruffle feathers like that. But there's a big difference between the 25th pick and the 7th pick overall. Mm-hmm. So I am very okay with the Leafs giving up their 25th overall pick um, to get rid of Peter, Peter Mrazek's contract. Because the whole thing, obviously, their, their game plan now is run it back. I mean, that's pretty obvious now. Like yeah. They're not really changing up anything else. Um, that 3.8 is huge. <clears throat> to, to exactly. gives them a little bit more flexibility um, to go out and, and get a deal done for you know a, a top goalie in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, they were rumored to be, you know, kicking the tires on Marc Andre Fleury, um, who they were trying is thirty eight. He's a little bit older, but like he is only one year removed from winning the Vezina. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, like he ended up signing a two year, uh, seven million dollar contract, so he's going to be making less than what Peter Mrazek is making this year. Mm-hmm. Crazy, and it's just absolutely crazy. I think you know if yeah, he signed a two year. With Minnesota, <clears throat> the Wild. Yep. Did you see the contract that Chris Letang signed? Yeah, a six-year deal. The guy's 35 years old, and yeah. he just signed a six-year deal. Yeah, but players are playing into their 40s now. You know, like... Ugh, I guess. Like, Jason Spezza, Joe Thornton, but they're not playing at the same level. Yeah. The rumor is, though, that like a lot of teams were offering him the f- a five-year or four-year contract... Um, but he wanted a longer-term contract, which, I mean, fair. And so the re- that's the reason why he's staying in Pittsburgh. Like a Giordano, um, right? Like, his his presence is invaluable for the Leafs right But now. he signed a league minimum. I know. Ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, anyways, uh, that is my loser of the week. Um, 
the Leafs are doing some good things. I'm, yeah. I'm still, I still have faith in Kyle Dubas, and they just promoted Haley Wickenheiser to assistant GM. Doctor Haley Wickenheiser. Doctor Haley Wickenheiser. Excuse yeah. me. Um, yes, Doctor Haley Wickenheiser to yeah. assistant GM. It's great. Yeah, and there was a picture. I don't know if you saw it, but of uh, Jason Spezza and Haley Wickenheiser standing together, laughing at the draft. Yeah, and it's like one of the most wholesome pictures that you can see. Because obviously Jason Spezza is, is part of front office now too. Yeah, um, he's got the little, little lanyard on. She has her lanyard on, and they're just standing talking like like NHL execs. It's so great. Good. It's great to see. Um, with the Leafs, like you think they're done here with this deal? And you think you know like more deals are coming? Like. Are you thinking Willie Nylander maybe gets dealt next or well, I think, something bigger? I know you said they're going to run it back, but I think you know you have to trade William Nylander if you can. Well, I think they're waiting on other pieces to fall before they before they shop Nylander because obviously like Mikheyev, he's an unrestricted free agent. He's gone. I don't think he's returning. I don't think he's returning either, but they want to see what happens with that because I think there is still a chance that he stays. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Also, Rasmus Sandin. There's talks that teams are coming in and giving him an offer sheet. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think there's there's some other things that need to fall into place for them um, before they they figure out the Nylander situation. I I do agree with you in the sense that Nylander is is the most tradable person on that team because his value is pretty high right now. Even though you say he's a defensive defensive liability, um, I think his 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 offense is is what teams need right now. So I think we can get something very significant back for William Nylander, um, but I, I don't think it's going to happen within the next week. I think we're going to – it's going to happen maybe closer to the season. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Do you agree? I, well, I'm, I'm hoping he gets dealt because of that liability defensively. And this team as a whole, yeah, you're going to be able to score goals on any given night, but mm-hmm. you need to – the the prime goal of this offseason should be defense 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 it needs to be defense like yeah. get rid of these guys that are liability and like get two-way players that are actual hard-nosed two-way players especially for losing like someone like sandine yeah. if that does happen we definitely have some holes to to fill up on the defensive side for sure yeah uh, do you want to move into some NBA talk? A lot of NBA talk. So the window to, has opened up for <laughs> NBA signings as of last Thursday. And man, oh man. Holy has, crap. There's a lot going on. A lot to unpack here. Um, first thing, we want to talk about Otto Porter Jr. Yeah. Uh, signing a two-year deal. Lionel Richie lookalike. Lionel Richie lookalike. Um, he, the, he was rumored to be signing, re-signing with uh, the champions uh, the golden state warriors but that was not the case they did not offer him enough money um and it was discovered that he had his wife is actually from toronto that actually toronto, yeah. helped influence him to, to sign with us mm-hmm. uh, a very uh friendly cap friendly deal i guess you can call it um 12 million dollars over two years mm-hmm. so i think it's a good signing good depth piece he's gonna be great in the second unit um, yeah, he's 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 part of the the bench mob now. He was drafted like, third overall not so long ago. Mm-hmm. So again, he's, like, he's a great uh, big presence in the paint. Like he mm-hmm. he's he was essential to the Warriors' win last year. So I think yeah, it's if 
if we're looking to shore up like our centers, I, I think Otto Porter Otto Porter Jr. is a is a good option. This is two years ago. That would it would have been a lot more money mm-hmm. that needed to get this guy signed. And honestly, like the the build of his body, you just mentioned he's gonna be, he's a big body. He has a massive wingspan. Again, Masai loves these like he, does, ath- yeah. he has a type, right? Yeah. <clears throat> these these massive players uh yeah. yeah his 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 past few years like you mentioned have been a little injury riddled mm-hmm. he kind of um has disappeared a little bit uh yeah. but not enough to make him like an insignificant player yeah obviously um so him coming over is 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 big for us also chris boucher chris boucher what's the contract three years three-year deal three-year deal 10 million a year chris He's- boucher Put on some weight. <laughs> he doesn't need to anymore. He doesn't need to. He's. Uh, I. I like this deal. I do. Um, Chris Boucher is here to stay, and that's yeah. that's that's what I'm happy about. I really thought. I honestly thought that he was going to go elsewhere, but his heart is in Toronto. His heart is in Canada, and he's here to stay. Uh, Raptors have also <laughs> re-signed Thad Young. I really like that deal as well because it's a Thad Young. Contract, yeah. yeah, he was great defensively. He's, he's actually um, really important to this team and hyping up Scotty Barnes at all mm-hmm. times. He is the biggest like sort of um, hype man mm-hmm. for the Raptors uh, for Scotty Barnes as well. He's also like the veteran presence that you need on. He on is this the veteran team, presence, right? yeah. so. You saw like late in the season last season and even into the playoffs, he's still got it. Mm-hmm. Like even though he is a veteran, he's still very much got it. He was still knocking down yeah. those threes. He was still knocking well, he never, down he never, those. Like, never lost it. He never lost it. He was still knocking down those fadeaways. Like yeah. he looked like the youngest player on the court half the time he was on there. So these cap friendly <clears throat> depth deals have um, implications. They have implications. Um, they've left the Raptors with a lot of salary flexibility. You can kind of see where I'm going with this. I can, I can feel your segue um, happening here to potentially, you know, uh, make a trade of sorts for a player who has a hefty contract. And do you want to say the name together? <laughs> There's a rumor going around. There's speculation going Vegas, around from Vegas. Vegas is saying, um, with the second best odds that the Toronto, the Raptors of Toronto, Canada, mm-hmm. are rumored in the Kevin Durant sweepstakes. They are. They are. There was there was a day I follow this guy on TikTok actually who talks about um, you know specifically like trades like rumors and stuff like that and they he was talking about how in the span of like three hours that the raptors um odds like vegas odds like grew significantly so something was happening that made vegas odds makers realize that toronto's odds on favorite to sign this so they i don't know if they have someone on the inside that's like like seeing things before we do or like I don't know, hearing things before we do, but there was something that happened on one specific day that that made the odds jump significantly for the Raptors. Well, they're in talks, and I feel like they, they can get this done. But my... What do they have to give up, though? What do you think they have to give up? Okay, I've, I've run this situation through in my head multiple times. I think they have to give up a Pascal Siakam. I think they have to give up 
four, maybe five first round picks over the next coming years. Um, and then I think they have to give up someone like, I don't want to say Gary Trent Jr., but probably Gary Trent Jr. And that's a lot. That is a lot. What scares me is that, did you hear what uh, Minnesota offered? That's Brooklyn? fucking insane. Like, fucking insane. No, Carl- sorry, they, they didn't offer that. Brooklyn asked for that. Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards, and multiple... Four first-round picks. First-round picks. What? For the one of the best centers in the league, one of the biggest up-and-coming stars in Anthony Edwards, and then four first-round picks. And Minnesota that's obviously said insane. no because that's stupid. Why would you ever... If, if they were to say yes, if that were the trade that were to happen... I would be so relieved as a Raptors fan. I would say, oh my God, we almost gave up that. No, we don't have that to give up. Exactly. I mean, we would have no team. It no. would just be Kevin Durant. Literally. <laughs> 12 for one. <laughs> but we're, we're all seeing, you know, we're all seeing the, the videos that are coming out about um, how Kevin Durant, his favorite team, you know who his favorite team growing up was? Yeah, the Toronto Raptors. Toronto Raptors. Yeah. He was a huge Vince Carter fan. Um, he loves the city of Toronto. Um, he loves Scotty Barnes. First of all, if Scotty Barnes is on the table for Kevin Durant, it's a no. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a hard no. It it's would already be no. done if he was on the table. I I feel the <clears throat> the rookie of the year. I feel like he would. Scotty Barnes is the next great thing that happened to basketball. Yeah, you heard it here. You're not going to trade <laughs> the future for someone who's turning 34 this year. Someone who likely has three or four more elite years Mm -hmm. in him. If that. If he stays healthy. A lot of ifs. A lot of ifs. You're not going to (laughs) trade for that, for like for that possibility. And what's to say that he wants to stay? He's Kevin Durant has been a toxic body on any sort of team chemistry on every team. He's He's not as toxic as Kyrie Irving, but he is. I don't think Kevin I think he comes is. near Kyrie Irving. He couldn't coexist with his team <clears throat> in OKC. He couldn't do it in I mean, Golden look State. On, look who's on that he team. He couldn't though. do it in Brooklyn. And like, what do you mean, look who's on that team? Look, the, the personalities that were on that OKC team. James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, even Serge Ibaka was on that team. Like, there were a lot of different personalities there. And yes, the it was Kevin Durant versus Russell Westbrook on that team. And then it became uh, on Golden State Kevin Durant versus Draymond Green. And now I don't know. Is it Kevin Durant versus Kyrie Irving? Well, James Harden left already. Yeah, I know that big three. Everyone thought that was the big <clears throat> three that would you know like be the next dynasty, and they couldn't even get through an entire season. They played maybe eleven games together yeah. over the two years. And then they're like, oh, it's Ben Simmons, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie. Then Ben Simmons didn't play a single game last season. Now Kyrie, uh, he did sign the player extension, so Kyrie is still there. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has, apparently, after KD requested a trade, Kyrie also requested a trade. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, <laughs> I don't think this is going to happen anytime soon. No, God, no. Uh, especially with the news about what, like the ask in Minnesota was, I think this is just going to be dragged out. I think a lot of, a lot of fans have seen that. I I know specifically myself, like I saw that offer and I was like, are you kidding me? Minnesota almost gave up that 
No, they didn't. It wasn't even a question. But the fact that it was like, it was proposed to them. Yeah. They, it was on the table for them and they thought about it. Like that was... I don't think they thought about it. I don't even think... I don't, I don't think the negotiations are going to continue past that because that is insulting. Yeah, I think that the is, Minnesota Minnesota Brooklyn talks are done. Yeah, like that's for sure done. You will never see a trade between those two franchises ever again. No, no. Um, but yeah, I think that the Raptors have to give up a lot. Um, one of the main talking points is that Pascal Siakam did not sign a five-year rookie contract. He signed a four-year rookie contract. You know what the last major trade be- between the, the the Nets and the Raptors were? How do you know this without having internet right now? Well, off the top of my head, the last large, like, ground-shaking trade between the Nets and the Raptors Goran was Dragic. Vince Carter. Did the you go Vince, to the Nets? The Vince Carter deal. Yeah, they were the New Jersey Nets at the time, but... Oh, I thought he went... That's right, he did. And that was the last big-time deal that I can remember from these two franchises. So it dates back a long time, but... Raptors got screwed in a, in a deal back then. I don't think well, that, that they're going to get Carter, screwed. Vince Carter wanted out. Yeah. And so that was that deal was kind of uh, they were their hand was forced. Traded like for an Alonzo Mourning that never played for us. Yeah. Yeah. But uh I mean the same the same at the same time Kevin Durant wants out of Brooklyn. Like man, that Brooklyn franchise like what we thought it was going to be with Kyrie, KD and James Harden has just crumbled before. Even our like eyes. when they first like before like when the New Jersey Nets moved to to Brooklyn and then you had like Paul Pierce there, you had Kevin Garnett there. Like you thought like they they've always been this franchise to acquire high level players and have it not work out. Yeah, you got fucking Jay-Z as your owner. Of course yeah. you want to go play in Brooklyn. But it's just it's never worked out for them. It's it's insane. And I at the rate it's going, it probably never will. Mhm. Um, should we move on? Yeah, we'll see what happens with that yeah. um, potential trade, but We're uh, let's monitor move on. That closely for sure. We're getting closer and closer to a draft. <laughs> Uh, like draft season happening for fantasy football. Mm-hmm. So again, I we're going like we're in draft season. I, it's still really early. Like season starts what? First week of September? September 9th. Yes. Yeah, so we're still 2 months away. I mean, 8 weeks away. So drafts are starting to happen. I don't like doing drafts early as you know mm-hmm. because injuries, man. It always happens. <clears throat> yeah, last year JK Dobbins got injured like a couple hours before our draft. Yeah. And he was out for the season. Even our draft, like August 9th, I feel like that's super early still. Okay, that's the first date that everyone was available for. I, I started the, I the fucking calendar thing like the, that a couple days before oh, yeah. the season started. I might just have just to like... draft bodies that are sitting out the preseason. It's gonna be, I feel like it's going to be most yeah. players that are going to be sitting out the preseason. Most good players. Like You're not going to see Christian McCaffrey go out there and play seven games in the preseason. Yeah, like there's no, there's going to be a lot of a lot of players sitting out. It's going to be a lot of players trying to make the team. Um, but yeah, no, I blame I blame the scheduling on on my league mates for sure. Yeah, that so is not on me. We're going to reintroduce uh, the FPAL once we get back into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but until then, you know, we're just going to continue and give you our thoughts on um, you know players that we believe may break out. Um, and this week we're going to start with wide receivers. Yeah, um, for sure. we're going to give you three players that we feel we haven't discussed this previously, so mm-hmm. you're hearing it here, us discussing this live for the first time. 
Uh, we're going to give you today three wide receivers um, that you should be targeting that could be in for a, a big breakout and that um, we believe are going to outperform their average draft position, their ADP. ADP. So why don't you, uh, you want to go take us away I here? Feel like, I feel like you just so eloquently illustrated what we were doing. I feel like you need to start that. Uh, the first player I'm going to go with is someone that is obviously um, highly touted by a lot of people, and rightfully so, and that's C.D. Lamb. In, in Dallas. So your breakout wide receiver is, is going in the Lamb. early second round right now. Yeah, and he could – the reason I'm I'm circling this body um, is because, yeah, he's going in the early second round. I think next year, once we're talking about this, he could be the consensus number one overall wide receiver. That's fair. And the reason I'm saying that is you're getting a healthier Dak Prescott this year. You're getting someone who is going to be way more mobile. He's come out on record and said that he is planning on running more this season. And when Dak runs, good thing happens. He is a gunslinger. He is going to rely on CD, who is probably now going to play a lot more slot uh, now that um, they've cleared up mm-hmm. a body there. Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper is no longer there. That's a lot of targets that are now vacated, and they have to go somewhere. And CD Lamb is the... By far, num- number one. C.D. Lamb <clears throat> was drafted for, like as the first wide receiver a couple drafts ago. You're going to see a true breakout this year. Mm-hmm. I am very high on C.D. Lamb. I am even considering taking him in the first round if he's available. I could do that. I'm not going to. I think if he's available there in your second round, though, you have to jump all over him. So you have, what, the sixth pick? Yeah. If he's there in the second round, I'm taking him. I know, but you're not going to take him in the first. Najee Harris is the person you're going to take in the first. What I'm saying is this year, don't overpay for him. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying this year, you're probably going to get a discount because he, at the end of the season, he's going to be a first-round caliber type player. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, My first breakout wide receiver, um, someone that's been you know um, in and out of the, the tabloids, I guess you could say, over the past couple of years, and that's Juju Smith-Schuster. Wow. He's going to a team that just lost the best wide receiver in the league in Tyreek Hill. Arguably the best wide receiver in the league. I still think Devontae Adams is better. Uh, but Juju Smith-Schuster is going to be the number one in Kansas City. As much as, we, as much as we don't like to say it or we don't maybe think it's going to be possible, Juju's going to be the number one. He has, like, look at him in his, his rookie season, mm-hmm. how amazing he was. That was, what, three years ago? He is, he is still the big name. He is going to a team uh, where he signed a very, very cap-friendly contract. Like, it's, it's, they bar- they're barely paying him anything, and it's just the one year. Um, so he's going out there needing to prove himself. And so he's going to be putting up massive fantasy points. And he is being drafted very late in drafts right now. So he is going to skyrocket past his ADP. Because he's going to be playing with one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I like that. If he can stay healthy, and as a Steelers fan, I can tell you right now, that has been his Achilles heel. He has had a lot of... He's really young. He's still... I think he's turning 25 this year. Yeah, I know. Just stop making he, TikToks. He's just been so injured over his first couple years in the league, right? And just it's affected him. Um, my next uh, individual that I'm going to be shouting out here is 
someone I'm going to be chasing, so to speak. I'm going to be chasing Listen Chase. Listen up, league mates. Chasing Chase Claypool oh, this year. Okay, sticking with the Steelers. Chase Claypool, because of the person you just said's departure, I feel a lot more targets will be opening up. There's going to be better quarterback play this year. Whether it's Kenny Pickett or whether it's Whoever Mr. Biscuit. It Whoever it is, it's going to be better than last Pickett year. Pickett or True Biscuit, I'm done. <laughs> I like. I have faith in this team this year and their passing ability, and I think Chase Claypool is going to take a step forward. He's a freak of nature. He is. Um, he's only a couple years removed, two years removed from being a breakout player in this league. You didn't see it so much last year. He had some injury concerns too. Um, but I think this is a year. I think like he put in a lot of time in the offseason. I think you're going to really see him shine through, especially in the end zone because he cannot be stopped. That is a good call. Yeah. Um, and I thank you for, for letting me into this knowledge into your brain because I can't wait to take him two picks before you. <laughs> we'll see about that. Uh, my second pick is uh, I was I was trying to figure out a way to try and mysteriously bring him in there. But it's Russell Gage. Oh my um, God. <clears throat> it is Russell Gage. I know you don't want to hear this, but I, listen, why are you such a the, Russell Gage truther? Listen to this, the, the, the situation here. He's going to play with Tom Brady. And not only is he going to play with Tom Brady, who is the best passer that this league has ever seen. Not only is he going there, but he's going there to take up the vacated targets um, from Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin is not going to be healthy for the beginning of the season. They're saying now that he's probably not going to be healthy for the first six weeks of the season. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're looking at like maybe like November, December. Like and so it's going to be Mike Evans and who else? You're going to bring Leonard Fournette into the entire passing game? No, you're going to bring another wide receiver into the passing game, and that's yeah. going to be Russell Gage. Chris Godwin is don't draft Chris Godwin. I'm I'm telling you that now. <laughs> he is not going to be healthy. He's and even don't draft is, Chris Godwin. Just don't. He's I'm seeing his ADP right now, and it's so much higher than it should be. Are you playing mind games with me right now? <laughs> are you what? going to draft chris godwin this year <laughs> i'm not going to draft chris godwin i'm going to draft russell gage oh, okay i'm i promise you i'm going to draft russell gage um because he's going to have a monster year also i didn't put him on this list because i don't really see him as a breakout because he's going to be good he's going to be as good as people are making him out to be but that's mike evans as well because mm-hmm. Mike Evans is going to have a monster season if Chris Godwin doesn't play. So Chris Godwin not playing, which means Russell Gage is going to be a breakout wide receiver. He has shot his thought on Russell Gage. I that did. is incredible. Mm-hmm. That's You're going deep league there. Mm-hmm. And my final uh, player, I know we're doing three here this week, but but another wide receiver that I'm circling that I need on my team, not want, need, on my team uh, is someone who had a horrible season last year. I think we have the same number three. <laughs> it's Allen Robinson. Uh, yeah, we had the same number three. But he had have, a horrible season backup. last year. Um, Allen Robinson in Chicago was just like it was garbage. He was he was irrelevant garbage. and like just not the Allen Robinson that we've seen in Jacksonville. Not the Allen Robinson that we've come to know. He is a top wide receiver. He is always capable of putting up 1,200 yards and 10 touchdowns. People literally held on to him the entire year because he was Allen Robinson. Yeah. Even though he was so bad. You're going to see 
the Allen Robinson of old this year, and you're going to get a very good discount on his ADP this year. And I think Allen Robinson, you can expect to see at least a thousand yards, at least eight touchdowns, and that's a discount for where you're getting him in the draft. Go out and get Allen Robinson. He's playing next to the best wide receiver in the league who's going to get shadow coverage, who's going to get double teamed. And what do you think that's going to mean for him? Open looks. More open targets, yeah. From John Matthew Stafford the third. Good call. I feel you're going to see a lot of good things, and I want a lot of Allen Robinson this year. That's fair. That's very fair. Um, all right. I guess I'll go with my backup here, um, and that's the leading wide receiver for the Tennessee Titans this year. He just got traded there, and that's Robert Woods. Um, who is uh, actually Allen Robinson is taking Robert Woods' spot on his former team. Um, so Robert Woods, um, I, I've read a lot about Robert Woods over this offseason, and uh, the beat reporters are saying that he is the the head and shoulders above and every other wide receiver in that, in that room there. Um, and you're going to a team, Robert Woods is going to the Tennessee Titans, who they rely a lot on Derrick Henry. Um, but that is not their whole offense. Um, whatever they pass, it's going to go to Robert Woods. Like he is the number one target on that offense. Derrick Henry is not really involved in the passing game. He's still a monster. Still, don't get me wrong, draft Derrick Henry in the first round. Don't be stupid. Um, but Robert Woods is the leading wide receiver on that team. Um, and yeah, they just got... Uh, got rid of their former number one wide receiver. So it's looking good for Robert Woods. He's he's being drafted way lower than he should be. So I've got CeeDee Lamb, Chase Claypool, and Allen Robinson. I've got Juju Smith-Schuster, Russell Gage, and Robert Woods. We'll see if any of these players actually break out. And um, yeah, just if you disagree with us or agree with us, we're going to be posting uh, a little tidbit on our Instagram so let us know your thoughts. Shoot your thoughts. We should post. Uh, we should post who has the better breakouts. I think we should. Like who? Like put a, put it to a vote. Well, obviously, but like the players I've put forward are obviously higher caliber than okay, yours. Fair. That's fair. <laughs> CD Lamb. You're not on. really a reach there. CD Lamb. No, they're not reaching. Okay, let's not do that then. Uh, but that is our show. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah. Have a great week, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Shoot Your Thought Podcast. 